All right, going live. Uh, okay. Yeah, the... Uh, I don't know. The board stuff doesn't bother me that much because I just I just drop at it. Now, granted, if I was eight cubes away from making infinite and that's all I kept seeing and I had to go down to 98 because I just can't get a playable area, yeah, I'd be pissed. I mean, I've lost seven levels since the start of the season. And the vast majority of it has been to just drop it. Because... What level were you kicked back to? 60. I'm Let's kick back to 20. Hmm. I made it to 70. I thought the highest you went... I mean, granted, I, when I ended, I was at 61. Yeah, that still doesn't make sense. Even if they would have went off to 61, then you should have only been kicked back to the 30s. Yeah, I didn't care. I got to claim all the bonuses and shit. Yeah. But, yeah, worked for me. So I, uh, you can still claim the ones that uh, were on Terrible the levels. Yeah. Every season? Yep. Just got to play, cool. ten, play 10 games. Once you've played your 10th game, you can pull up the little thing and collect them all. Sweet. I found that today or yesterday. Yeah, Dylan sent it, and I was like, oh, cool. I went back and grabbed everything because I hadn't looked. No, they yeah. I, I had never seen it before, and I hopped in and was, who was I watching? Uh, I think I was watching the, the girl. I can never remember her fucking name. The uh, eggs or uh, the girl from South Africa? The girl from South Africa. Okay. Yeah, uh, I don't know her name either. Yeah. Um, I just know she's freaking adorable. Yeah. I love her accent. <laughs> Absolutely love her accent. She actually uh, started the season on stream and um, went and played 10 games and then went and did it. And I'm like, the fuck you say is this wizardry? <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, I remember like it was listed. Maybe I saw it on one of the websites or something. Yeah. When I was reading, because I was reading about the um, dropping down three levels or whatever the thing is. And yeah. like, yep, once you play your 10 games, you can collect everything underneath of it. So. Yeah, I was pretty happy with my my rewards from doing that. I was able to infinite a couple of cards. Um, I'm, I've decided that uh, after my my first split of a card from now on, uh, when I get it back, you know, and it's got the the cool border or the cool background, uh, I am not going to take the next version of that card up um, until I finish splitting all of my cards. And that sounds silly, but it's just, you know, I, I need to keep... You need a moving. system. Yeah, I need a system or I'm going to just go bananas. Yeah, I, I typically just uh, spend whatever credits I have at whatever... Um, on whatever card I like that 
if it, if I had 300, okay, what do I have in purple? Right. Yeah. That, and I had been doing that. Um, but like I have pool one and two cards that are blue. Yeah, me too. I mean, I'm, I'm also focusing on stuff I actually use in my deck because I want the stuff that I use to look nice. I don't care about this card. I'm not going to play. You don't, you don't care about Namor. Right. Like he'll pop yeah, up. I'm, I might use I'm, him. I'm not playing him, but, uh, I'll play him if he shows up from Colson, but I'm not playing him on his own. Yeah. My, uh, free to play account I made, uh, the best deck I have is a, uh, a an ongoing deck, and he's one of the cards in there. Yeah, man, I never realized how powerful Ant Man, Captain America, Iron Man, and Onslaught are in one zone. Yeah, that's I'm ninety. Fuck, that's ninety power. You yeah. super won that zone, but what are you doing anywhere else? Yeah, I, I was trying to figure out a way that I could. Now, granted, Nexus popped up. I'm like, fuck the other zones. I'm just sitting here waiting for the cards, waiting to play them. But yeah, if there was a way to, you know, transfer power or siphon some of that somewhere else. It's a. Sh well, so if it were a time when the six cost cards cost one less mm -hmm. and you were able to get yourself the living tribunal uh then that would be pretty awesome is that the one where all your your power at one location is every location it splits your power evenly between all locations oh yeah then that would be awesome i'd have 32 power at each one. That'd be cool. Yeah. And if it's a Onslaught Citadel, it's like 700. Yeah. It's fucking gross. I played a, what was it? 464 power uh, Shang-Chi at lunch today. You finally getting that Shuri doing some work? Uh, yes, yes. I uh, Wong on Onslaught Citadel. Sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Shang Chi. Yeah, that's 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 some strong. I get. I take it. Yeah, it was it was pretty funny. The guy actually just dropped right then. Like the minute the Shang Chi took out his double dinosaur, he was just like, "Yep, I'm done." I'd like to say I felt bad, but I didn't. Eh. There's, was, there's two ways to win. You annoy them so much they drop, or you actually beat them. Yeah. I played a uh, brood on Rickety Bridge, thinking that his broodlings would stay, and they all died. Yeah. And I dropped. You know, when they all died. And I'm like, oh, fuck this. That was not what I wanted to happen. So I dropped, you know. And the other guy was like, gives me the thumbs up thing. And I'm like, fuck you. Yep. My favorite thing to do is put uh, 
Colossus on Rickety Bridge. Yeah. I essentially win that location. Unless, Unless they, they have, have an, a, a Colossus and a, a Blue Marvel and Onslaught, the Buffy oh. twice, and yeah, in, all in, that shit. In my or, Des Bryant. Or a Polaris to pull him somewhere else. Can't pull him. Can't, can't be moved. Uh, can't be in, moved. Power can't be reduced. In my uh, Destroyer deck, I play Hulkbuster, and my favorite thing to do is put uh, Hulkbuster on Colossus. I seen some. What did I? What? What? What did I see? Um, somebody put Hulkbuster on something, and I didn't realize. Uh, it wasn't multiple man because I've seen that before. Mm-hmm. There was something else. Deadpool, Human Torch. No. God, what was it? I, I've. It was. It was like. Well, that's pretty fucking cool. Uh, I forget what it was. I'm like, yeah, I'm not running that combo just for that, but it was neat. Yeah, they they were slinging a 12-power guy around. Yeah. It was a move deck of some kind. Maybe it was on Craven. Yeah. I've seen some fucking huge Cravens lately. Yeah. Cause I just to screw people over today because I was, like, I just kept losing, so... It was like Cable and Yondu and Beast and um, Falcon. And I was just throwing one-cost cards at things and seeing if I can destroy enough of their deck to get them to quit. That's pretty funny. That's nice. (laughs) That's so trolly. I love it. so beautiful. I mean, I was getting, like, cards can't be played here, and then... Cards that cost one, two, and three can't be played here at the same time all the time. Or yeah. Rickety Bridge along with only six cost cards can be played here. And like basically one and a half locations was always screwed over for the majority of today. And it was yeah. just like the dumbest random assortment. Well, that's that's where that um ongoing deck would win then if you have this deck the sanctum sanctorum we're going to tie there rickety bridge i can throw enough shit there to keep it empty or i can put one dude there now i'm going to have 96 power in this last zone though <laughs> Yep. which as long as we tie one i'm going to beat you by enough that doesn't matter what you get in the other zones well, to be fair, I also got off like two to three gambits a game. Um, I hate you. Because I was bouncing him back to my head with these. I, I, I was hitting him again. I built, a, I built a gambit turret <laughs> with uh, Wong, Mystique, and uh, Gambit, and then Odin. I can't stand Gambit. 
I yeah, they they had one, one game they had, where they had one card on their side and it was Surfer. <laughs> well, like that's the thing is, if you go first, you know you're going to hit a certain card. If they don't play a card turn one, turn two, they play a good card turn three, turn four, you hit them with Gambit because that's the only card flipped up. You have to kill it. There's no randomness, right? Although the one time I did, like, I moved a bunch of people and then I played the, when you play, like, the one of the Sinisters. And, well, both the Sinisters work, but yeah. I was just like, Sinister I don't know. My hand was always full of cards because Agent 13's creating me cards. They're all getting bounced back to my hand. Like, I had Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur in there. Like, my hand was always full of one-cost cards plus a bunch of other junk that got created. Occasionally something was good, and I'm running, like, hit cable twice a game. So I'm pulling cards out of their deck with Yondu as well, and it was just chaos. But, like, nothing was cooperating to where I could play a deck that actually... And then I switched over. I'm like, okay, I'll play Silver Surfer to try and get some points. And it was immediately destroy your deck, or draw three cards, destroy your deck, two games yep. in a row. And then <laughs> two games after that, it was you draw from your opponent's deck for two oh, out of three games. I fucking like, hate weird world. It's it's so dumb. The best the best one I saw today is a win condition though was the dude found a way to copy. Um, I think he might have Moon Girl, but he copied um, Wolverine, and then he played Galactus, and but, just ended up with two Wolverines and a Galactus on one location. Nice. I thought it was yeah. good. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's pretty hot. I've been playing uh, a uh, Modoc deck that is actually kind of fun, and it's uh, it's it's random. It doesn't always work. That's the problem, but it's it's fun. I don't enjoy discard. I tried. I thought I'd really enjoy the the format. I just that is not my bag of uh, random. Well, he, 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 it's it's discard, but it isn't random because I run calling wing, which only targets the lowest cost. The oh, lowest wow. cost is the lowest cost is going to be Wolverine or or uh, Swarm. Swarm. And I run Lady Sif, who is going to be who only targets the highest cost, which is going to be either Modoc or or um, Apocalypse. Which I will wait on her or not play her at all, so I can play Modoc. But you know, I'll sit with a swarm in my swarm in my hand. Calling Wing will cut it. I'll have the two zero cost. If they get destroyed in my hand, they each duplicate as well. So last turn, I'm playing eight cards. And yeah, like, I, what the fuck? I may enjoy it more if I had. A oh, and I got Drac. I got Dracula finally. So that you know. Yeah. The more I kill Apocalypse, the more I my Dracula's bigger. He he's going to be. Yeah. If I had Colleen Wing to like guarantee that I could ditch swarm or wolby i may care oh you but you don't no okay Wait, i didn't realize she i didn't realize she was pull three i thought she was yep. pull two so nope she is pull three yeah she's she's pretty good and and morbius 
helps as well. I I guess he he just sits there and grows. I throw him out. It's really cool when you have Morbius in one lane and you have Dracula Dracula in another lane, and you're losing over here where Morbius is just by two or three or whatever. And that last turn, you play uh, strong guy because it's the last fucking thing in your your deck or in your in your hand. Sunspot goes up a couple. Uh, uh, Modoc kills Apocalypse, the last thing in your hand, sorry. Um, and because that that died, Morbius goes up too. You know what's really fun to deal with Morbius? Hmm. Hitting rogue. with Enchantress? No, Rogue. Yeah. But that's what I was figuring out with, uh, now that I have Dracula, you can't Shang-Chi him. Ever. Nope. Nope. Unless he gets Blue Marvel to, to the nth level and is sitting on uh, Nivedalier. Yeah. You can't, you can't Shang-Chi him because his ability goes after the game is over, basically. Yep. So... Anything else happened in Inner World? Uh, I finished... talk about the balloon boy. Balloon boy, Winnie the Pooh and his magic balloon. Oh, China. I'd rather talk about uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders and how you know, the difference between uh, the choices between right and left is between normal and crazy, or left and right is normal and crazy. Yeah. Okay, and that was the right order. She said left and right, then normal crazy. Her side being crazy. Yeah, no, I agree. That is the right order. Yeah. I don't, I don't remember I, when I was I don't a know kid. why shitty governors get to make responses to State of the Unions. Well, I know because they're celebrity of the right. Um, the uh, Bobby, Bobby Jindal got to do it that one year, so geez. probably. Well, fucking uh, Rubio did. Remember, thirsty boy right. had to stop in the middle to take his take. Yeah, but um, when I was a kid, I remember watching the State of the Union because you know it's the only fucking thing on. You know, day before cable, and I don't remember a response afterwards. Is that a new thing? Is that like in the recent history that that's come about? I think they gave them, they just didn't televise them like they did and cover it because there wasn't a 24-hour news cycle that needed to hear about it. Yeah. So, here's how much I cared. I, I didn't, didn't know it was on until... I didn't, until know, I didn't know the State of the Union happened. I didn't know until I was flipping through Amazon and I saw I could watch it on there. I mean, I'm like, oh, eh, never mind. The news headlines are on all day at work, so there's no way I wouldn't have seen those types of things because we've got TVs and that's all they run is the TNN. No, like the News One channel. One News Spectrum One. Oh, it's literally like if you if you turn on your TV with cable, that is the channel it starts at. Oh, okay. So that's where you go, and it, it, you can. 
uh, pick your channels and see what's popular. Um, like it has a list of all that stuff, but it's the channel they start you on so that you start watching the news instead of something else when you turn on your TV. All right. So yeah, that runs all day long. It's the same, probably 15 headlines, but um, yeah. I look up because I got to look up for my computer. That's usually what I look at. Yeah, I have I've really soured at the current news cycle. I mean, I didn't watch the State of the Union, and I don't know anything that he said other than he said okay. some Republicans want to sunset Medicare and Social Security. Oh, they That's do. True. Right. Lie! Oh, all I heard was uh, uh, MTG just screaming shit at, at him, apparently. Right. But I think that's because she's too fucking stupid to know what sunset means and that they've already attempted to do it multiple times. So, like, they literally said we should have to renew Social Security, like, every five years. Like, all the laws on the books should just go away and we have to renew all the laws every couple of years. Cause that way they have something to do other than making a new holiday. easy to pass again. That's interesting. And it's like, yeah, that's a good idea. So we could just get rid of all those civil rights because you threw a tantrum. And then we can get rid of all those other rights and those voting rights because you threw a tantrum. Because, you know, we always pass budgets on time. And that's something we have to do every year. Yeah, I think that there should be a distinction between laws and basically declaration of who's a citizen. Yeah, well, you know. They only say that when they're talking about something that they want to get rid of. Yeah. Uh, when you talk about, you know, the fact that the founding fathers actually had originally envisioned that all of our shit would reset every generation or so, uh, then, then they start getting, you know, uppity. That's not what they meant. Yes, it yeah. is. They, they were, they were pretty... We all those tax loopholes on the books, which they yeah. don't think about until they're gone. Yeah. Uh, well, not that every time. Not that this is a topical uh, subject, but uh, the adventure I have awaiting you folks, uh, I came up with as my head hit the pillow last night. Mm, okay. And then I told Karen about it, so I would have to say it out loud, so there's more more likelihood that I would remember it. remember it. Okay. You went. What the fuck is that? I went to sleep. Yeah, she's like, oh, well, okay. <laughs> He's about right. So, but I'm kind of excited. Um, I see they're going to air Last of Us on Friday. Yes. To, uh, to avoid uh, losing any viewers to Super Bowl. Yep. No, uh, yeah. We haven't had any like prestige television on a Sunday during Super Bowl anytime recently, so. Yeah, well, that... HBO guess, started theirs in, like, April and ran it through June and that type of stuff, like... I guess it did really good against the Grammys, which, you know, I'd have to watch network television to know that the Grammys were on. The Grammys always amaze me because it just shows us how, like, young people... 
shouldn't be allowed to have opinions. Well, Karen was just saying, why is everybody people mad don't at, vote on mad at Harry, Harry Styles? Right. It's like, I don't take anything they say in acceptance speeches seriously because you're basically, your brain blanks and you're immediately just trying to spit out what you can think of. Now, if he pulled out a prepared speech because he got the lifetime achievement and he made some dumb comment, then yeah. that's on him. But this was just a surprise whatever and it was just a nod. What, 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 what did he say that was so offensive? He said, this never happens to people like me. And everybody took it to mean like, yeah, because super famous white people never win awards. Well, I think like, he didn't he, clarify what he meant by it. But at the same time, it's not a statement that says it's it's dangerous whenever people. you leave anything up to the populace. Right. He also opinion. said that he loved every category and he's like, nobody goes out, sets out to be the person that wins the Grammy. They're just trying to make the best music possible or whatever. Right. The other one that I was mad about was all the people were confused that Bonnie Raitt won an award. And they were like, who the fuck is this old lady? Like some random unknown lady has just won. Like there was a, there was a headline that says unknown, like um, basically was making a joke saying like unknown lady wins Grammy because everybody was so fucking confused at who she was. And they're like, oh, God, this is all rigged. That's like, she's got 12 Grammys. Like, yeah, it's not somebody brand new. No. It's just, like, I mean, I get they love Beyonce, but like her music's not that good. Back well, that, that and and I'm, I'm sorry if this is insensitive or what, but they were saying, oh, it just shows that the Academy is racist because she didn't win. And I'm like, well, you can't appeal to a you know select group of people and then expect a popular vote to you know recognize you this isn't I mean, a popular to, vote to be fair she has lost all four times that she was up for like best album yeah well um, wasn't the one not even evidence is Kanye, a worse but it, it no was that like, was MTV. Not, that was mtv musical video yeah. right yeah that's right no but the grammys are not voted on by regular people okay it's the, there is a governing body that votes on those and i'm sure it's like the oscars how much did your studio pay uh actually no it's it's it's, it's not barely, not that way. it's not it's, not that way it's but not it's, not that way <laughs> right but it's not like it, it's the Grammys is a an insulated ish. It's not FIFA. Let's put it that way. You can buy a nomination. You can't buy a win. Right. But you could definitely like improve your chances. Yeah. Yeah. There there are enough people that vote that rigging the vote would be incredibly costly. I mean, because you, I mean, getting on the ballots, you know, yeah, the first that's thing and you can drive your way onto the ballot. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I was surprised that Bonnie Raitt won, not because who is this old woman, because obviously I know who she is. But I was like, wait, I thought like, I don't want this to sound bad, but Bonnie Raitt seemed old when I was in my early teens and she had the new hit uh let's give him something to talk about 
I thought she was I thought she was in her like fifties then. She might have been. I mean, here's the thing. The country music <laughs> That was music 30 arc, years ago. Yeah, but like with the country music arc, everyone gets one great album right before they die. Yeah. Like Johnny Cash had another amazing like three years right before he died. And like eventually you get old enough that you can't tour and you just want to worry about your legacy and you put out a bunch of music and yeah. you don't worry about it being pop because what's it matter? Right. So I mean, that's the only good thing about country music. Like, it was her album classified as country? I, I don't know. It all it all probably starts falling under pop or bluegrass or country or they're all hybrids anymore. Nothing ever is a straight this category. Yeah, right. We, I mean, we were talking about that at work. Uh, like, like when I was a kid, uh, pop music, eighties music, but like Huey Lewis in the news and freaking Hollow Notes. These were fucking old guys. They would never be stars today. Well, unless, unless they were unless they were country music stars. And then you start to look at their music in comparison to country music, and it is it is country music, right? But like pop music in the sixties and seventies was literally just whatever was popular at the time. It wasn't right. its own like manufactured pop style of whatever. When they said pop, they just meant whatever's on the top one hundred right now. Mm-hmm. Right and now, it's like anything that's got you know manufactured beats and a bunch of other stuff and like certain loops and certain things. Like yeah, the pop be- music now, you can't play just live on a stage without a huge band or computers yeah well but i mean to be fair i my preferred genres of choice have a lot of digital effects and backing tracks and things like that right it's just oh i love them i'm just saying like i mean that started back with the beatles once they stopped touring they started making albums where you didn't have to play them live Right. And they put out some amazing stuff where they were just like, hey, let's try this. We got to create a whole brand new way of doing things just to make this one song. And now it's like industry standards. Right. But like so much shit was created because they just had the money to fuck around. Right. And the the cool thing now is you can do all this crazy shit in the studio. And then instead of having to find a way to tour with 60 fucking musicians, you put a click track in your drummer's ear and he plays to the click track and all of that crazy shit you did is now just a backing. Yeah. And some people bemoan that. And I, as a musician, as someone who has played in, in orchestral settings, uh, playing to a beat that is not defined by yourself is not an easy thing thing to do right. like some sometimes we forget that you know that that level of technicality is it's still something oh yeah i mean like there's so much music though that i really enjoy and it's there's a lot of electronic in it or there's a lot of yep. you know loops and backing and stuff like that that's like yeah, they want this really cool sound and unless you're going to bring in the full fucking choir you're not going to be able to achieve it right live on stage nope and i'd rather somebody be able to do that in their basement than you know only if you could afford a choir right i mean look at billy eilish and her brother 
they her her album was recorded in their bedroom right and her fucking brother is a goddamn genius and just fucking did it like i i don't mean to say that to to sound like i'm belittling billy eilish because she is a fantastic musician and a great singer and a lot of things but her brother is one of the most impressive producers i've seen in a long time yeah like i remember listening to her stuff when it was just like when she she didn't have an album she just had like right tracks yeah i was listening to that shit on like a loop like god was it like seven years ago now yeah it was a ridiculous amount of time but like yeah it was literally just like two versions of the same song and like three other songs and that was everything available on spotify but i was like yeah i like this yeah she's she is amazing i there is a uh i don't want to call it a petition but there is a a push to get her brother to participate in a youtube channels thing uh andrew wong is a digital music producer uh who has a youtube channel um he's actually one of the reasons that I found an appreciation for the musicality of, of digital music producers. Uh, he does this thing generally like once a month because it's a pretty involved process. It's called four producers, one sample. He will get three other producers and he will give everybody the same something to sample to create a piece of music. Sometimes it's a song or a chorus or a beat or something. One time it was a fucking door creaking and slamming shut. And he was like, cool, this is our sound. Have fun. And I've, like, yeah. I've seen uh, illustrator versions of that where one artist, the two artists have, uh, I just seen one recently, actually. Two artists have a canvas. They start painting. An hour later, they swap. Yep. And they just pick up where the other one, and it becomes this Van Gogh, Salvador Dali wet dream of a painting because they just keep going back and forth until the paintings are finished every hour swapping. I love that kind of stuff the the door creek four producers one sample is probably what sold me on the idea that a producer who works primarily in digital is most assuredly a, a real musician and i know that sounds shitty and it should sound shitty because i was a terrible human being who thought that you know people who worked in digital music were not as much of a musician as someone who played an analog type instrument uh, how how um uh this kind of brings back to bring us back to a previous discussion how far away from that acceptance is the subject on uh ai art and ai uh writing well so there's a bit there's a pretty big difference between ai i, I agree and and a producer 
like that because the producer is they have a set of digital tools that can do things for them but it is still a human being who's like you know what this one time I used this program and I did this stuff and I tweaked these knobs in a certain way and I really liked what I was able to achieve out of it. But you still have to be able to arrange it and, you know, fit it into a beat and, and create a soundscape that's pleasing to the ear. I mean, I've listened to some AI-generated music and it's kind of... It's kind of depressing because there is a music generating AI out there on YouTube that from time to time I will turn on. Uh, it, because, and, and it's depressing because I kind of enjoy what it puts out. And well, I know that it is stealing from artists. Well, there's AI art that it's arguably gorgeous, but yeah, no one had to, you know, acquire any skills other than does your index finger fit this button uh, or the ability to spell certain phrases, right? Uh, which you know rules me out. Um, <laughs> whether or not that they can create this, yes sure. or no. So sure. I think by the way you're way you're talking and correct me if I'm wrong here, um, it's almost like uh, a matter of time before that level of intricacy, that level of uh, um, involvement in the author is required. Um, I mean, there to, are... in order to in order to fashion these these images. Granted, it's there's still the question of you know what it's sampling. Yeah, I mean, there are definitely, I mean, there's AI music bots now. Like I said, um, I I don't think that. I don't think that AI music bots are ever going to be able to reproduce things at the same fidelity as an AI writing bot or an AI uh, like art thing. No, I'll just say, you know, you're saying one is artificially created and, you know, they're that. The person who made it, you consider an artist, despite some people's opinions. And on the block I right mean, now is people arguing that this person is not an artist; he is a thief, or she is a thief. You know. To, to not. So, it's, and I'm just wondering how, what length of time, and what needs to happen to said uh, program to get it to that point that okay. you were pointing out with the, with the, with the music. Here's, here's uh, a better way to... Or is, is there a amount of time that does that? Okay, so it's kind of like... I'll, I'll look at it this way. I'll try and explain it. There are artists who work with Photoshop, correct? 
Yes. There are now some of those artists may. Photoshop use... could be uh, boiled down to Photoshop Procreate. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, no, I, I'm, whatever I'm, digital artist I'm, I'm, I'm speaking specifically about Photoshop. Okay. And taking things and using Photoshop to take many things and turn them into something else. I've done this with, with things. Now, it was me cannibalizing my own photography and, and creating other landscapes or whatever. Mm -hmm. I did but it this week. There's still an artistry to that process. That is very much what a a producer who works with synthesizers and and these big complex patching systems. That's more akin to what they're doing, as opposed to uh, someone who uses Procreate and is just drawing digitally, or someone who. I get you. No, I, yeah. I was just uh, uh, basically if, if extending it, the comment, yeah. you know, trying to if it, not manipulate you or getting yeah, no, no. something. I was just like, if it if it got that? to a point where if it got to a point where they were able to just like, I'm going to take these eight photos or these these eight separate things, throw them on layers in Photoshop, and just say generate. And then after they say generate, the program itself arranges it and does the thing to, to create a piece of art. If we got to that level of digital music creation, mm -hmm. I would not consider that to be musicianship. Okay. So when it's just prompt based and not Yes, when it's prompt-based and not like... When I you're loading, uh, effectively loading the cassette into the player and you're hitting mix. Yes. That's not, that's not, that's not music. That's not creation. Right. That's, that's hitting shuffle on, on the player. Yes. You know, like to watch... Which is where AI art is right now. Right. If if they were able to get to that point, then I would I would one hundred say that's not a musician, you know. But looking at the way you know someone like Andrew Wong takes something and use these digital tools to make something different, to me that's that's still a, a musical process. You still have to know your you know, your scales and your modes, you know, you have to have a feel for timing. You know, when you, when you take all that out of it, that, yeah, yeah. At that point, I'd, I'd say that's, that's not musicianship. Huh. Uh, I, I agree. You know, it, Sorry. Uh, it's just expanding the conversation. Yeah. No, no, filling, that's filling the podcast. That's a, that's a great thing. Like, it, I had never thought about like at what point does it does it cross that line? Yeah, because I, I think there's a point where that might might happen. 
Oh, I mean, you know, AI AR are, is just very new. It is, and you know, I, there's a couple of lo-fi. They call them lo-fi music channels on YouTube, where they've just, you know, they they run it through this lo-fi filter, and it's just an AI grabbing beats from around the internet and throwing them together. And they've given it some very rudimentary, basic understanding of a four-four time signature, and it's able to to do things. I enjoy it as a background. It's 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 elevator music to me. Uh, but like it's, I would never, you know, I'm I'm not turning that on in my car. You know, an, an AI-generated wallpaper that someone puts on their phone or whatever. I remember the day I was sitting in, in, in a, on your couch and you were showing me this. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't have a big problem with that. Using AI to produce... Products um, to sell? Products. Yes. Yes. I have, I have a 100% have a problem with that. Yeah, you go through Artist Sally at Origins, and uh, guy's got a huge booth, you know, full of these awesome prints, and you realize, you know, it basically just took him as long to yep. make that as it takes me to hit print on something I spent months on. Right. That's that's not art, and I I hope we're able to as a as a as a community. I think the general consensus agrees but most of those people that are making that argument are themselves artists right and sadly it's the uh, everyone can be an artist kind of uh, mentality that a lot of people are saying what yep you know, well I can I can do it you know let me do it that's part of the thing is if you want to do that on your own for your own personal stuff that's fine mm-hmm because it doesn't really become a problem until you're trying to sell it and then it, it's the steroids of art yeah yeah i mean in right. here's the you thing do steroids and walk around your house cool you would do steroids and play sports no any i will stand by this statement and and i stand by it because i'm, I'm standing beside someone who i consider to be a, a great maker of art anyone can be an artist anyone can be a maker without the use of ai you you don't have to resort to that are you a great are you great at drawing you don't have to be are you a great painter you don't have to be everybody can find a medium that they are good at maybe it's you know visual art maybe it's writing maybe it's music maybe it's you know, there, there's plenty of artistic genres out there. I mean, I went rage painting this past summer. I've talked about it a couple of times on the podcast. I have a, a finished canvas sitting in front of me right now. I have had three people who have asked me to make it a print so that they could have a copy of it so that they could frame it and hang it up because they find that that style appealing to them. Well, art is very subjective. Right. Art, art is as personal as porn. 
It's, I mean, it's what. That's an odd comparison, but okay. It's true. It's what moves you, brother. It's it's what moves you, and that's all that matters. Sure. I do like an improv cereal bowl. (laughs) Can AI really capture the the light hitting the fruit loops? How yeah? How how cold the milk must be. Oh God! Jesus! Nobody suffers for that art. That was a weird turn to take. No, I I mean, I'm, I'm, I see it a lot in, especially in art. You know, you have uh, one of the people I follow. He does. I don't want to say not safe for art work, but he does fan art, and it's it's usually a little risque. But sure. I love his art style, whether or not they are, you know, naked whatevers or what. I love his art style. And he did post a lot over the holidays. And he made a little cartoon of himself, like looking both ways at uh, while at his uh, Cintiq. It's, it's hard to make not safe for work art with your, your family in your house. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. It's, it's like, it's what he does to make a living. And I don't think he, he, anyone should keep him from doing that, but it is very subjective. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. It is what it is to the viewer. Yeah. And that's all it ever will be. Yep. I mean, I have a friend who is a working painter doing, I, I struggle to call it like erotic art because it's not, but he is definitely like his, his style. He does figure studies Mm -hmm. and everybody's naked. Like it's not porn. They're not posed in a suggestive. Somebody it might be. That's, that's the, that's the beauty of. Right. But yeah. when if if you look at what he's anything's porn if you're desperate enough. Well, that's yes. <laughs> or if you squint just right. Or if you're. I mean, somebody excited. looked at their bowl of cereal that morning and went, "Yep, I'm gonna film <laughs> this later." <laughs> if you're that excitable, anything, yeah, yes. But I mean, it, it, most of his work are just normal people, not not like Victoria's Secret models, not you know NFL football play, like not the prime physique and they're just posed in a very unassuming manner and it's honestly just, the, uh, it's a figure study like a deviant art that was uh you know so basically the world hub of amateur photographer likes to take pictures of his friends naked yeah uh, and honestly that was the most interesting part it was because so much of you know mainstream magazines uh, advertising whatever is so polished and and uh, sanded and you know just perfection that to see a real person is actually the rarity. Yeah, yeah. And he does he does a fantastic like his artwork is impressive uh his big old dongs no 
No, I, I've, I've only seen him paint a handful of dogs. Was Taste, it a full handful or tasteful? They were sized. tasteful. <laughs> they were tasteful. Three or four fingers. I mean, uh-huh. how big of a handful here? Is it going to get lost in the hand? No, no, probably not. Okay. Let's see. Add some heft to it. Oh, I, feel like, I feel like we lost. I feel like I lost the plot on you. I'm sorry. Did he close his Instagram or did he get banned? Banned is probably the. Uh, um, safe bit. Damn. Looks like he got banned. Well, look for his Patreon or uh, his TikTok because I think it's about impossible to get uh, banned from TikTok. Yeah, because even shitty content is still something they could data mine. <laughs> oh, it's funny because it's true. But what if it's literally shitty content? What if it's what? Literally shitty content. Are you talking scat? Yes. I think as long as it doesn't depict Winnie the Pooh, they're all okay with it. What if it depicts Winnie the Pooh shitting? I don't Just understand. His hand in a big old honey pot that's really a girl's gaping asshole. Yeah. What? Oh, wow. Wow. I don't understand the Winnie the Pooh reference. Okay. Uh, what if we replace the girl with Piglet? I still don't. No, no, get I don't the think Winnie we the fully Pooh explored the uh, the honey pot idea. Yeah, no, we just, just moved on. Just, that's 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 fine. Just get his hand stuck in there going, oh, bother. Oh, perfect. What am I missing here? Uh, the president of China, they were referring to him as Winnie the Pooh because they weren't allowed uh, to slander him. And now he banned all references to Winnie the Pooh. This was years back. Yeah, uh, well, they, they said he'd he If you bring like, up Winnie the Pooh, he will. Off with your head? And you do well, there's, there's an opinion that he looks like Winnie the Pooh as well. Right. Uh, okay. And we're talking, basically, we're talking, in, in, a, in a place where you're not allowed to talk about X, X becomes Winnie the Pooh. We're talking about Xi Jinping, right? Yes. Yep. Okay. I'm just making sure I've got the right guy here. Yep. I was kind of, kind of confused for a second. That is the Pooh you're looking for. Okay. Sure. Man, this show's fucking weird. Yeah, yeah. Are you glad you said this? Let me go deep with an artist's uh, discussion and it's turn so, right it's into It's just so fucking weird. Uh, and the old guy brings up porn and it just goes off the rail. I do I love mean, I do love that we've now hit a third form of AI that we can pontificate on at length. Okay. No, I mean you. We're 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 nothing if not opinionated. Oh God! Like Ray was able to come in up front with the strong opinions on the uh, the art AI. I yeah. I came in 
hot and fucking furious over the uh, author uh, author AI the writing AIs and there's a yeah. fucking another one now yeah I mean uh, and then now now we've got the now, musics and yeah I mean now we just make a TV show they they made like a a TV show with okay. with this uh, now we the Seinfeld one uh, well, there was the Seinfeld one, uh, but there. I heard about that because it accidentally got banned because it accidentally went transphobic. Well, that was the uh, <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. Okay. That was, like, it was not. Data. When you look at it, it wasn't like it was saying actively hurtful things. It was just like, yeah, but what about such and such? And it was kind of a weird. I don't know. Transition. Yeah. It was like, oh, apparently I'm not allowed to say jokes about this and that right now. And it's like, why isn't anyone laughing? I don't uh, know. Penny Arcade Strip today is about, um, uh, I guess that popular AI channel on Twitch got banned. There's There was a Twitch channel that was just AI. Yes. I'm like, I never hear about these things till, till it's over. But, okay. It doesn't matter until it's banned. But yeah, the Seinfeld one had been running for a while. It was just, no, I think it was just called a, Nothing Forever. There's a Netflix series. Okay. That is, uh, uh, driving in cars with comedians? That? No, no, no. No, that no. is AI, AI generated. Oh. Well, yeah, yeah. they, they got to crank the shit out. It's so a they can, uh, cartoon. Oh, it's funny because there's all these layoffs everywhere right now, and then they're just going to try and make AI replace everything, and then eventually it's going to get screwed up, and nobody's going to know how to fix it because everyone's relied on AI for everything for so long that they're just helpless, helpless people. Yeah, I've seen Wally too. Yeah. So I found that uh, my friend has a website, so I linked it in chat. Your questionable content friend. Your yes. donk guy. Sure. Oh, that's nice. I like it. Chad's, yeah. got a, Chad's got a dong guy. I love this. Yeah. Get some dogs, I got a guy. <laughs> yeah. He's he's a... This is not all of his paintings. I know I've seen more. These, oh, these are just the ones that are for sale. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, are they, are like the, I said. Are the monster dongs more of a personal keepsake? Uh, those might have already sold. Honestly, some of his uh, light studies are really cool. Down at the bottom, the, uh, yeah. the blue blanket with the circles and the uh, the last one there, with the, like a coffee pot on a sun-baked blanket. <laughs> yeah. Those are really cool. He is a... a Working artist. He, he pays uh, the bills with his art. I mean, the one thing that this might help is people that actually make physical paintings because so far AI is not doing that. I'm sure it could, but it's not currently. So oh, there's a, might buy more of that. There's a dong painting on. Yeah. What do you know? That's a, that's a good sized dong too. Yeah. Look at that little fella, all circumcised and such. 
yeah, I I truly enjoy his art. I still have some of his uh, comic books from when we were teenagers. I think it's interesting that the Dong painting, the guy is uh, hairless. He's 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 shaved down there. Yeah. And the women aren't. Is that what you're saying? I just I I noticed that in some of the paintings as well. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that's a statement. And it, women and it wasn't. Feet. And it and it's not like there isn't hair in the picture because dude has like stubble. Yeah. A beard. You're saying. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's not he's like. Well, in, in, the, in the downstairs. No, 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 no. He's nothing downstairs, but like it's it, like chin whiskers. Just right. mutton chop on either side of the balls. No. I mean, m maybe if it's a productive Saturday night, but I don't know. I don't know how people roll. Okay. His little uh, about. He has a picture of himself. He looks familiar. I might. Well, uh, he graduated. He graduated with me. He went to Savannah, Georgia for art school. Uh, you probably did you ever go to Bone Cellar? Yes. He was in there all the time. I, uh, uh, I, that's where I did my first comic was with. Chris Howard and yeah, the Bone Cellar. Yeah, uh, they had God. They had two titles, Dark Warriors, which is the one I have. I had another one, but I don't. Really... Yeah, they he and his two of his buddies uh, got with Chris, and they. I mean, it was it was very clearly like early teenager art. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, they did it. They sold them. They did the thing. It's very, very cool. So I know I talked with uh, Dylan about it Saturday. Uh, Jeff, have you watched uh, Avenue 5? No. No. Like it sounds okay. familiar, but not familiar enough that I remember watching it. It is on HBO. It is a sci-fi comedy. That's dramedy. Okay. okay. Dramedy, I guess. Hugh Laurie. Hugh Laurie, Josh Gad. Okay. Yes, I I am familiar. Uh, in that I know it exists. I, I think I even have it in my list of shit to watch. I recommend it. Okay. I watched the first two seasons. There is there is no decision yet if there will be a third season. Uh, where they ended the show, you could say that this... This would be a Chad place to end a show. No, it, it got short season. That's better than Carnival or, or right. Like I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. Uh, there are some very interesting parts of society in the not so distant future that that are 
surprising that they they went that way. Uh, throuples are very commonplace. As in, well, as it becomes harder and harder to uh, finance a home, uh, you're going to need that third person. Hugh Laurie is in an active married throuple when the show starts. <laughs> Well, when you're trying to imagine the future, you got to come up with new cultural ideas as well. Yeah. yeah. You know, I was just reading. Oh, sorry. One quick thing. Um, the one thing that they said AI might get rid of is all the stupid fucking. Every time I go to read an article, the first three paragraphs are explaining to me what words mean or some other stupid thing. Okay. Like, every time they're like. It's like, oh, the football player did this thing or whatever. And so I'm like, oh, well, okay. I'd like to hear about that. And I go to look at it. And it's like, football is a sport played by two teams or whatever. And like, it's apparently that shit is because that's what Google looks for in its analytics. And so they yes. write articles like that where they have to restate obvious facts for yes. every part of it. And I fucking hate it because there's three paragraphs I want to read. And I want to give you like six paragraphs maximum. And if it's any more than that, I fucking hate you. Yep. They said that might go away because AI doesn't give a shit about your restating the, you know, right. <laughs> they don't give a fuck about your algorithm. Right. Well, their algorithm just doesn't require all of that. Um, but I did read an article, you know, or whatever you call it anymore, the barely articles. But um, there was a two married couples in like a polyamorous whatever. So it's just four people. Yeah. And like the one was the stay at home mom, and the other three all just had to go get jobs. A close circle. And like, yeah, that's just what you're going to be running into going forward because nobody can afford housing. It's going to turn so, into weird ass, just loveless four people and three people at a time. And if you can promise me loveless, I'll be in it. I mean, why not just add a third person to your, you know, generally annoyed afternoons yeah wow so you're selling yeah, me um, on the you're you're selling me on the magic well th think of the the marital bliss of two of you hating the other one while secretly hating each other the, the other <laughs> hating each other and the one you're hating the the third with gets together with the third and hates you mm -hmm. there's yeah. an extra person to hate so you don't have to hate yourself so much yeah Oh man. So uh I, I've been watching a show. Uh oh yeah. And I continue watching it. And it's real fucking bad. So I I am continuing down the binge watch of Riverdale. And it's fucking oh, yeah. oh my god, wow. it's so Very it's loud. so bad. Oh, like, it's so garbage, but you can't look away for like, like hours at a time. Jesus Christ, it's fucking terrible. Like the the entirety of their third season centers around a very obvious a very obvious D and D ripoff that, oh, yeah. uh, uh, and it's like full on fucking satanic panic. Yeah. No, they lean the fuck into it and they don't even try and like change. It's not yeah. law and order. Like and the it, names are changed for their, whatever. It's yeah, like, no, no it's, oh, we just got the exact bullshit. Yeah. And it's like, they lean into it in a way where it's not like tongue in cheek. It's like played serious. So like when, when one character 
handcuffs his his son to a refrigerator to keep him away from keep him away from the game because it's gotten into his head uh that's a fucking real thing and they're not playing that for yucks it's absolutely batshit meanwhile they're all doing pop rocks and uh oh yeah because uh, the drugs are candy because of course like it's it, uh, i i mean wait. Once you get into season four, because it's literally just gang fights, and it's like, oh yeah, because nobody would ever stop this. Oh man, wait till you get to the time jump in season five. Wait, which? There's a season five? five. What? There's a season five? Is that the new one, or is there season Uh, six? The season six is the new one. Season five uh picks up with the stuff that they don't finish from season four which is is the prison one is that season two or is that season four uh the prison keeps coming up the prison came up again comes up again in season five after the time jump where they're having the fights uh i think that was two or three uh i don't know four blew by because there was not a whole lot like the big mystery ended up being really fucking ups- sad, uh, and then I I don't know why I didn't see the serial killer sooner. Is is the big mystery that you're still watching this? Oh no, I'm I'm gonna keep watching. Uh, yeah. Like it, there's no is, it, it, keep is it at least a hate watch? Uh, honestly, not as much as it should be. No, uh, it, like. I watch it, and it's like there are points where I'm like, "Oh my god, this is such lazy writing," it, like, it, because it is. And it's like I keep watching because it's like there has to be a point, like there has to be a threshold for how lazy they will allow the writing to get. And every time they surpass my expectations and come in with something just m- more batshit that they're phoning in, it's oh my god, it's so awful. The best part is the writers are probably sitting around somewhere going, why won't they just kill this show as they get worse and worse with their writing? No, they're like, why won't they fire me from this show? And it's like every yeah. season, like, the, and it starts off kind of realistic. In every season, it becomes more and more unrealistic in their portrayal of human beings and the things that human beings do. And they start adding, they start adding more and more supernatural elements into the show. There's like this seventeen-year-olds is... running speakeasies, and oh god, yeah, and everybody's fucking like that. That's the thing that blows my mind. Like it's, uh, like from season two on, like everybody's fucking all the time. Like this the is town has so season two, they're sophomores. It's it's based on Archie. The characters are lifted from Archie. I don't know that it, it references anything. They literally took ever. the names and nothing else. Yeah, yeah. Names, locations. Sure. Yeah, but the, like it is technically Riverdale. Yeah, so. it is adjacent to Sabrina, the teenage witch's town. So, like, the version of weird exists. realistic thing there is technically just one town over okay it's a shared universe yes uh oh god it like i know what happens in 
season six where things just get real fucking weird? I don't know how much weirder they could get. I'm going to have to watch the the Darby watch it, but I didn't get that it was. Season six is the one that does the crossover with Sabrina. Oh, really? Yes. The first five episodes are their own little sub story called River Vale. Not Dale. Yeah. And that leads to this whole through line throughout the entirety of the what, season. What is, what is Sabrina? Sunnyvale? Or what is the town? I don't remember. Um, sorry, derailed it. Is sorry. it not just Salem or something stupid? Like, okay. Oh, her cat's named Salem. I knew that, but like, I literally thought it was just like, oh, we're in fucking Massachusetts. So I didn't think it was a fake town, but. Sorry, I didn't mean to. Oh no, it's it like I it, it's it's. It, I watched Sabrina. I liked Sabrina. Then it just got really satanic preachy, and I'm like, okay, this is just going for shock value now, and I'm really kind of over it. The only part of this show that seems even remotely self-aware is there comes a point around their graduation where the where like Archie's class comes to the realization that the generation coming up behind them is going to be drastically different and scarred uh, because of the shit that they had to go through. Because it's like year after year of some random serial killer terrorizing the town. And all, that's that kind of chaos is all these kids have known. Whereas... They remember a time when things were simple. And everybody's dad or brother or fake brother uh, were a serial killer. Okay. Because hmm. that just fucking keeps happening. What is that on? That's on Netflix? Yeah. And that's a Netflix original. Or no, whatever. it's a CW show. Oh, it is? Yeah. Wait, that's how you know it's bad. That's how you know they they dug deep for the... You also know it's going to get like eight seasons. Uh, This upcoming season, season seven, is the last. I don't believe you. No, uh, they've already said it starts... The seventh and final season starts airing in March. Uh, the, The CW got sold uh, within the last year, and the new owners are putting a lot of the shows on the chopping block. So they, like every other place that put, puts out shows right now. Well, so it's the, um, like they're they getting rid of the Christian family network. Or well, it's, it's more like they're getting rid of the shows that have been on from like four or five, six seasons because that's when shit gets expensive. Right. The people that want to actually pay. Oh uh, yeah. Re- Greendale is the name of the town for Sabrina. So. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Riverdale will end, and then they'll pick up with uh, Betty and Veronica show. Like comics had to spin off. No, no, Betty and Veronica are dead. They died to the serial killers, man. Nah, no. no, Betty's Betty's an FBI agent now. It's fucking so oh, it's bad shit. Because <laughs> that happens overnight. It's so 
Well, no, that happened. Uh, that happened uh, as part of the time jump. Like they do this time jump from one episode to the next. Like they end an episode, and it's like, let's agree to meet here every year, and then the, and the episode ends with uh, the narrator who is Jughead throughout the whole thing, uh, saying it w- it would be six years before he saw his friends again, and then the next episode is like seven years later. Oh. Okay. Oh, they're just playing their real ages at that point. Yes, <clears throat> pretty much. Uh, not that far off. Right. Uh, so they're 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 playing their real ages, and then that see, and then the rest of the season is like this weird dystopic wasteland of what town has become. Oh God, it's so it's so terrible, and I love it so much. This sounds awful. Make no mistakes, man. It is. It's real bad. I can't stop watching it. Like, the girls make fun of me. There was a point, like, Mara was eating dinner, and finally she's like, how? How can you keep watching this? This is so fucking bad, Dad. How can you keep watching this? I was like, I know. It's horrible. I know. It just keeps saying dumber and dumber things that are like, oh my God, somebody approved this writing. And then they just do the dumber thing the next day. You have to understand, my threshold for shitty, lazy writing is the uh, the last season of The Flash. Uh, because in at least every episode, all season long, someone said the phrase, level up. At least once. Okay. Like, but I don't know, but there was someone on the writing staff who loved that phrase because it would come up multiple times in an episode. This was the kind of shit that you could have had a drinking game on. That might've been what they were doing because or they had an inside joke in the writer's room to see how many times they could get it not cut from the episode. Maybe, but God damn, it was just like, there were some episodes where it felt like every other scene or someone would say level up, like say some phrase and talk about leveling up. And then someone else would respond to that phrase and also mention leveling up. It was real bad. Like, you just need somebody at the very end to run in and go, he's over 9,000. Yeah, it was just, it, just that, that was, that was my benchmark for lazy writing because you can only say level up so many times before it ceases to have any value. I think you have now exceeded that for this episode of the podcast. Okay. Are you sure? I'm positive. I think I'm going to include it at least three times in the show description, though. What, level up? Yeah. Level up. Okay. Level up each other. Just change the change the uh, show number to over nine thousand. Uh, oh man, no, I can't do that. I mean, I'm real anal about how the show numbering goes. Oh no, we might think that one was the next one in line. Um, I, well, you know what? I think this is probably the point where we should uh, do the thing. So, hey everybody, uh, welcome to uh, Two Fools Rushing uh, Level Up. Um, I'm Jeff Bookman. I'm a guy who's ready to murder a co-host. 
I don't. I've never watched Riverdale. I'm over nine thousand. There you go. And I guess we'll be back next week, and we'll either have uh, leveled up or 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 leveled into death. I don't know. No. Level. All things are possible. Yes. All things are possible through leveling up. Through our Lord and Jesus Christ. Who I apparently will, comes I will come to your house on the regular. I'm sorry, Ray, what did you say? I'll come to your house and dick punch you. <laughs> do you. Do you not want to talk about our Lord? No. Do you have time to talk about Jesus? I mean, all, I could get Paula on here and she could talk about Jesus because she says some real upsetting things. What's going on there? Like, is making Jesus jokes fun now? Or is it like, is there a TikTok joke or is it just? Uh, no, she just likes everybody to know that she uh, she likes it when Jesus comes inside her. Oh, okay. Hey, you know, in this era of empowerment, I think it's great that your daughter knows what she likes. I guess. Yeah, just don't get pregnant from some jobless 33-year-old hippie. He's a carpenter. He wasn't jobless. He had a job. He had a Good fucking, word. like, he, he had a trade. Yeah, until he turned 30, and then he stopped doing it. Yeah, well, yeah, he was, he made wine, right? Not for much. I think, I think that was a hobby. Because yeah. he never got, he never got paid for the wine. Oh, I know he kept getting, I know he kept getting invited to the parties, though. That's right. Modern hipster Jesus would be just absolutely insufferable with his artisanal wines. Oh God, yeah. Could you make them? Yeah, making making them from dirty or dirtier water just to prove he can. <laughs> then him saying, "There's a lot of blood, sweat, and tears in that." Eh? <laughs> eh? Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, yeah. It was a menstrual toilet. Oh, shut up. There you go. God damn. I don't think we can level any higher than that, folks. I win. I win. I beat Dylan. Yeah. Even though we were live. Yeah. We we still were. (laughs) Uh, And now we're not.